What's up, you guys? Hope you're you're doing well. It's Monday, start of a new week. I got back to Flagstaff last night. Um, pretty easy training today. Um, I'll I'll go into that in a bit more detail in a second. Um, the the Doha plan is good. Um, I've just finished the. I did a four week camp, obviously up in Flagstaff. Um, then I did the eight days just gone um, in Lake Charles, Louisiana. I ran about nearly 130 miles in those eight days. Um, it was Sunday to Sunday, um, so two Sundays counted, which obviously helps the miles. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was strong. Like I, I think after seven, eight days, heart rate comes down and um, you're sweating less and like you know that's what you go there for that acclimation and to see it happening and um give you confidence when you go back that that's what'll happen again um so yeah back to flagstaff it'll it'll end up being something along the lines of 4 weeks at altitude back in um june so i did 4 weeks at altitude 10 days in humidity two weeks in London, four weeks at altitude, eight days in humidity, three weeks at altitude, 10 days, I think, in humidity. Um, that'll pretty much be my pre-Doha um, living side of things anyway. Um, the reason I thought about doing a podcast is I've kind of, um, I've been talking about this a little bit today to Different people um, on the run this morning, I was talking about it at massage this afternoon, I was talking about it in the gym, I was talking about it. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a, there comes a period of time in a training buildup where you notice yourself perhaps getting a little bit tired or, or perhaps like whether it's legs, whether it's brain, whether it's, you, you have to sort of figure that out. Um, I don't know the sweet spot for everybody. Um, I've just came back to flag and my the next three days for me, there's going to be a, three days to 10 days, I suppose you could say. There's going to be a, like a heavy focus on, um, I call it like an MOT test. Um, and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Like for me, little MOT test is just, just figuring out where things are at, um, whether it's physical, whether it's mental. Um, and I mean everything, you know, like you, I think you can get to the point where you can keep pushing training and you can keep building fitness. But if one area of your body and mind isn't quite right, you're digging that into a hole. So whether it's mentally fatigued, whether it's physically fatigued, whether it's a little bit of an injury, basically the extra fitness that you're gaining isn't helping you because you're digging something else down. Um, now, I don't think that I'm there, but I'm weary that it's been a really good period of training. Um, you know, from way back May when I was hanging around Ireland and... Um, June fantastic and flag July still really good really good in London some really good stuff performed well at Irish champs the month after that even better actually probably one of my best months ever in terms of consistency sessions um steadier easy days you know there was a lot of there was a lot of really strong elements to the the training and so I think in the back of my mind I don't I don't think 
I'm not one of these guys that thinks, you know, hammer on, hammer on, this is it, this is your big opportunity, this is your big chance. I'm more I'm more of the mindset of okay, don't don't take the piss here, don't like abuse your body because when you start abusing your body and you start asking it for too much and you want it to make this huge leap or this huge improvement, it doesn't usually happen like that and it ends in tears or injury or whatever. Like, um, So I go through these phases where um, I basically give my body a lot of like tender loving care, you could say, and um, I, I schedule a couple of massages. Um, I, I'll schedule another appointment down in Phoenix with John Ball just so he can have a, a look at how I'm looking on the treadmill. Um, I drop the mileage a little bit, not like, you know, it's been sitting about 105, something like that. So I might drop it to like 85, 90. I'm not, I'm not talking about dropping it to 60 or 70 or not like a huge drop, but like even that little 10, 15, 20% drop is enough. What would it be for me? So 90 and 105 is 10.5 for 10%. So I'm going to drop it down by, yeah, roughly like 15 to 20%, which would be 20 miles, which would be 85. And I'll probably still hit 90. And so maybe it's like 15%. Um, But it's enough to like, because it's not... It's the fact that you mentally decide to do it, right? So the second that you mentally decide to like, you know, relax a little bit, you just help your body already. Like that decision, because, you know, you might you might go to a couple of saunas to help things relax. You might, you know, get some massage. You might get some physio. You might schedule a couple of yoga classes. And you're, you're basically just deciding to your body's been good to you, so you're going to be good to it. Um, and that, that, that counts for all elements. So like I said, psychology, um, you know, whether like, I don't know, there's probably a pretty fair, um, uh, fair's the wrong word. It's, there's probably a pretty decent split of people that listen to my podcast between male and females. Um, I think females do a far better job at like looking after themselves um, in terms of maybe going and getting pampered, you know, nails done, um, hair done nice and, and things like this. Whereas men, like we don't really do that, but actually it, like I never go get my hair cut ever. I always just cut it myself. Um, my, my hair sucks anyway. Um, but when, when I do cut it myself, like, you know, I shave it or, or like I try to trim it myself or whatever. Um, but it's actually a really nice experience to go get your hair cut. Like if you get it like shampooed and you get like a little head massage, and or even things like you know I'm not about to start encouraging pedicures and things like this for men but seriously it's not a bad idea if you are in a big marathon build up to just schedule little things where you it's almost your own little pampering session and you're you're just you're taking a a bit of a step back you're being good to your body and and so that that's kind of like my plan for the next like 10 days I have that half marathon coming up and and so it's a good time to one of the one of the worst mistakes I think people make is assuming that what's holding them back is is training harder, um, and sometimes to be better, to be faster, you have to come out of the little period of like you know fatigue. But it's not it's not fatigue from a like concern and perspective but it's still anytime you're in a, a heavy block of training you're, you're going to be in a fatigued state um, probably a fatigued state that after two to three easier days all of a sudden you feel fantastic 
but you can't assume. Basically, I could assume that if I taper next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, that I'll feel amazing next Sunday. But I kind of deep down know that that wouldn't be the case. I kind of deep down know the fatigue that's running through my body right now because of like maybe six really tough weeks of training for this marathon. I know that that ain't going to be fixed in two to three days. Now, I'm not willing to like taper for two weeks for a half marathon that I'm only doing as a build-up race. But at the same time, I feel like two to three days now and then two days at the end of next week, I feel like that is a better strategy to freshen up for this half marathon than only relying on the couple of days before the race. Um, <clears throat> and for me, like, when I talk about tapering, like when, I, when I'm saying like, you know, 10 to 15% mileage cut this week and then probably slightly more next week, like 20%, um, you, you can taper in all kinds of ways, right? I, can, I could still do a full session tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm going to do some hills, but you don't have to hammer it. You know, you, can, you could still do, if your regular Tuesday is eight by a K, there is nothing wrong with still doing eight by a K you just don't have to hammer it, you know, just, just hold back a little bit. Um, and I think the brain and the body are in sync. So like, I think if you've subconsciously decided to freshen up a little bit and and take it easy for a couple of days, I think the body naturally just doesn't push as hard anyway. Um, so tomorrow I'll try my best to just go through the motions, work on my form, work on technique up the hills, and maybe maybe look instead of focusing on normally I focus on the longer hills and try to like burn my lungs by pushing really hard on those hills. Maybe I'll focus a little bit more on the like shorter or faster hills. Um this week I'll just have a different focus. Um my my main goal for the week is on Thursday night. Um I'm going to go back to the track and do a couple of those 200s that I haven't done in a while and I'm not looking to hit them really fast, but I'm just hoping to feel a little bit better than what I have done recently when I've tried to run a little bit quicker. Um and I'm a I'm a big believer in if you build a skill, try not to move too far away from that skill. Um so around the time of the Irish Champs, I could go to the track and run you know, five 200s in 29 seconds or faster. Um, I think I ran a 28. Um, I, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to eight weeks into a marathon build up, be back to like 32, 33 feeling fast. Um, so if you build a skill, try to keep it, try to keep topping it up every now and again. Don't try to lose it or don't, sorry, don't go too long without topping it up and then you will lose it. Um, so no, yeah, that's like, that's the general goal for this week. Like keep, keep the volume in a good place. Um, none of my marathon buildups have ever been flawless. I've never done 12 weeks at 95 to 100 mile a week. I'm more like 90, 90, 95, 100, 50, 50. Um, and usually like there's a little injury or a little illness or, you know, something normally crops up. So one of the things I look to do in the next buildup is try to make the buildup better than the previous. I don't aim for perfection. I just aim for it being a little bit better than the previous. And it could be better in numerous ways. So it could be smarter. Um, it could be more consistent. It could be um, a bigger variation in the training. It could be um, a harder buildup. You know, like it doesn't, it, 
basically what I'm saying is you you look at your previous build up, you assess what worked, what didn't, and then you try to like improve the next build up based on that. I don't I think a lot of people struggle because they write down these plans that are like this is the perfect plan, you know? And basically I think what you should do instead of doing that is like map out your previous plan analyze maybe where it could have been slightly better maybe where it could have been slightly more consistent maybe why it didn't work um for example with houston you know i had three long runs that on strava probably like i mean <laughs> i was about to say probably <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna say it out loud it's an absolute fucking terrible expression is what i was about to say but um yeah it probably got a few people excited is what i'll say and you might know where i was going with that um but but it meant fuck all on race day all it meant on race day is i had tired hamstrings so what you'll notice if you do follow my training in this build up there there hasn't been I haven't been doing those longer runs where I average like 5.30 or 5.20 or um, I, I think it was a mistake putting them in in the last build-up. I think potentially there might have been a solid fitness gain, but I don't think I gained a lot else out of it. I basically just think I got tired hamstrings. Um, and actually, if I think about it, like you can get the fitness gain by doing a couple of steadier runs during the week. Breaking, instead of doing like, you know, 24 miles at 5.30 per mile, you can actually probably just do like two steadier runs a week in the entire 10 to 11 week build up, And it kind of replaces it anyway. In fact, if you really are that concerned about working your heart rate at that sort of like steady place or like that 160 to 165 or whatever it is for me, you could, you could jump on a spin bike and you wouldn't do the same damage to your hamstrings and stuff. I, I was convinced it would help my hamstrings and glutes and quads. And I mean, I was really convinced. I really swore by it. I really believed in it. Um, until I ran the marathon and realized instead of strengthening them, it had actually fucking weakened them and like broke them down to a place where they just couldn't handle the marathon. And look, it's not my first marathon. I had ran, I think, two or three before that and never ever had a hamstring problem or quad problem or anything like that um but so there you go so like you 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 have to learn you have to adapt and i think it's far better to aim for your next marathon build up or 10k build up to be better than a previous one rather than your best ever or rather than being like this phenomenal olympic standard build up just just aim for it to be a little bit better than your previous. And it can be, it could be the exact same running as a previous buildup, but just include some strength. You know, sometimes we, we don't realize that we're actually really close to a really good result. I, I guarantee you there was a period of training in that Houston buildup where I was probably a 212 athlete already. And you don't, you don't, you know, you have to give yourself credit for that. So you don't, need to be way better in the next build-up sometimes just being a little bit smarter or a little bit better is enough and it all then comes together there's also the potential that if it is a bit smarter and it is a bit better you'll handle it slightly better the second time round, and so you might be fresher come race day you also might have absorbed more of the training and blah 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 um i worked very hard um, these last lot of weeks on like the yoga and the gym and um, 
not really following a specific gym program, but we, we vary it. When I go in the gym and I meet the gym coach that helps me, we, some days we do strength, some days we do stretching, some days we do dynamic mobility, some days we do balance. Um, it just varies all the time based on what I'm telling her about my body. Um, and, and I think that's been a really helpful improvement. Um, not always looking to load. Um, for example, I just came back from eight days in the humidity. You know, I wasn't doing my yoga. I wasn't in the gym. So when I went into the gym today, instead of like loading, we just did more of like a, an overall body conditioning circuit. A um, little bit of stretching, a little bit of dynamic mobility, a little bit of strength, a little bit of balance, and a little bit of band work. And, and we probably just got things moving a bit better again. Overall, the whole body, upper back, lower back, like quads groins everything hamstrings um and i think i had complained a little bit about just feeling a bit stiffer than usual from the lack of gym and from the lack of yoga and because it was a heavy eight day training block and heat and humidity um, i'm not surprised plus there was some travel thrown in there so um sometimes you have to be smart and you have to be logical and um you, you just have to be aware of what your body's asking for um, you know, I did a double session last week. I, it wasn't planned. It wasn't something Haas had said. It just, but it just felt right. Um, the motivation was there. I, I woke up in the afternoon after a little nap and I just thought, I think I'm good to do a session tonight. Um, and, and so it felt right. And so I did it. And I'm not like, I'm not encouraging this, but I'm just telling you that like sometimes like the, the, the perfect plan you know, it's hard to plan double session days if you even think that it's something you could benefit from. Um, because a lot of time when you do plan it, something pops up, you're tired, you're not feeling good, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that worked really well. But I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that like, I don't feel the, the, the aftermath of it. Um, you know, when I was doing my three times five mile on Friday, even though it went really well and Mentally and physically, I handled the the day really well. I paced myself really good and was kneeling between 5.15 to 5.20 per mile, exactly what I want to be able to sort of run in the heat and humidity. And um, there was a lot of mental doubt came about, like my head was turning on me and I was... I was fucking sweating my ass off. I was, I was drained. You know, I'm 17 miles in and I'm still going. And um, I, I just remember just reassuring myself that everything was good and um my legs were tired they were they were tired from like mile two or three um of like the session and and i know like i said that's a repercussion of fucking double session on tuesday um double session on tuesday when i just told Haas that i should probably take it a bit easier because of how difficult my like 12 mile hard days were like the week before and my 2800s and my 23 mile on the sunday you know and then i ended up doing a double session so um like i said you can't plan everything um maybe that was maybe that'll go down as a lack of discipline or maybe it'll go down as maybe the day and humidity that like allowed me to come top 10 um in doha i okay on the note of top 10 in doha i was just i need to like move away from that um it's it's a very difficult goal to focus on when for a lot of the race you might be like in the 50s or the 60s or even the 70s um we i have this idea that 
um, by like 37, 38 kilometers into the race, you know, 23, 24 mile, you could have bodies just dying on the side of the road and so you're going to pass a lot of people and um, i think a lot of people will drop out and um, i think a lot of people will fuck their pacing up and and really struggle um but i have to accept that for a long a long for a long time of course there's going to be like 50 or 60 people in the world that can run 515 to 20 per mile no matter what the conditions are um <clears throat> but it's not it's not a 15 mile race. So I think my goal needs to change so that psychologically I'm not like, what will happen is if your goal is to come top 10, you're going to like stress yourself out. Um, and what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to find yourself in a pack of five guys. You're going to be running along beside five people. Um, and there's going to be 50 people ahead of you on up the road. And you're going to be thinking to yourself, fucking hell, just in this group of five guys, I'm fifth. You know, like top 10 is a big ask. But top 10 is is not, I'm not trying to come top 10 in the first 5K or 10K or whatever. You know, you're, you're, you're potentially trying to sneak into that top 10 in the very back end of the race. Um, so I need to have a little think about it. I need to have a little think about what, what my goals are going to be. Um, how my psychology should be to make that a possibility um, and break the race down differently. I, I, I thought about this on the long run last Sunday. It just fucking hit me. And I, I was running along behind a pack of the guys at McNeese University. Um, and it reminded me of, you know, this is how like the world champs could play out. And I just thought, what's going to happen when you're in, like I said, a pack of five guys yours are sitting in 50th place and yours are fighting for 50th to 55th and you're in the back of your mind you're thinking holy fuck I thought I could come top 10 today um that's the part that I need to really focus on and I remember at world half I completely mind fucked myself because I thought I could come top 20 and yes I got sick and and yes it was a fucking shit day for me and all the rest of it but I remember seeing, like I said, I remember seeing a pack of fucking 70 guys on up the road and I was thinking, Jesus, like there's, I can see 20 people between me and the lead pack of 70, never mind beating everybody in that lead pack. Um, And yeah, so, excuse me, sometimes you just, you know, you need to, I'm not suggesting that my goal is changing from potentially coming top 10 in the world, like let's be realistic here it's a it's a massive long shot and as good as i think i am and as hard as i think i've worked and as smart as i think i've prepared um coming top 20 in the or top 10 in the world is fucking phenomenal um my hope is that a good plan can come together but actually i think my my true and honest goal might be like you know i've never been inside the top 80 I don't think in the world not at world cross country not at world half so you know there is steps to this um I don't think I would be surprised if I came close to 10th I don't know if you guys would be surprised if I came close to 10th based on the logical things that I'm telling you like it's hot it's humid um you know people might not prepare well people might race too fast if you look at previous results at a world champs if you can run inside 220 you're not a million miles off from placing pretty high um but you also wouldn't be surprised if I came 45th and had a really good day this is the world champs you know this this is not like 
this is this is no messing around this is the best athletes in the world who who all prepare and who all eat their like you, you know i've just tucked in there um bowl of pesto pasta i have two bowls on a monday night to get me through tuesday session and you know if you think you're the only athlete in the world who's going to the world champs that's eating a healthy dinner before their big session on a tuesday you're you're fucking wrong they all are this sport's mad um but yeah no look i'm 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 focused i'm i'm happy like i'm 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 sure that the plan that we have in place at the next three weeks here are back in flag staff um I do go to Philadelphia for a half marathon um, 15th of September. So that weekend I'll be gone. Um, and then I come back to flag for, I think it's like maybe like eight days, 10 days. Um, and then I go back to Louisiana and do most of my sort of acclimation work there before I fly to Doha so that I'm not relying on Doha to be the place where I acclimate. Um, because I just don't know what's going to happen when I get to Doha. Um, but there you go. Look, guys, I appreciate you listening. Um, uh, I hope you gain something insightful from it. Um, specifically the MOT check. Um, you know, if, if that's something you guys need to implement, um, and don't just think physical, you know, sometimes it's psychological too, etc., etc. But, um, yeah, look guys, all, all the best and, and appreciate you listening. Appreciate you following. Um, and yeah, I, I hope exciting times ahead. Um, I'm very, very confident with the work I've put in my body is just fucking tired so i i I want to see that turn around in the next few days and and you know then i'll build a bit of confidence going into this half marathon